Hey, everybody. Really fun show this morning. We talk about the Crypto Boy viral song that has taken TikTok and now Twitter by storm, as well as the current state of the NFT market. Only $30 million in volume yesterday. Worst volume day in months. We talk about what's going on, what needs to happen for things to get turned around. Hope you enjoy the show. As always, sponsored by FTX. Sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX or with the code the nifty on your mobile phone. Thank you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's Monday. The NFT space is surprisingly actually still around. I don't even know why we're really here, uh, given that NFTs are dead. But hope everybody had a good weekend. We're ready to kick things off here. I got my co-hosts, Nifty Nick and Signal and Captain Kicks and Easy and Node and Spencer. What is going on, Nick? How you doing? I'm doing all right, but you didn't play the song, man. So a lot yeah, of people, you, know, you just, you, you, just did, you didn't play this song. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> this was, I mean, I can't believe you skipped this. <laughs> this is now just a music radio show. Every single conversation you're out in open sea. It's been so long, so either one you choose your wallet or me. Well, better hope you're getting laid in Web3. I made another uh, version of that <laughs> last night. You're just chopping them up. I mean, mention NFTs one more time. Uh, what, are you playing the same thing again? You got open sea on your mind. And it should be me that you prioritize. Trying to get through, but it don't compute Cause you're busy aiming for the moon You think I'm enthused, but I got some news for you I don't care about your crypto, boy best song huh are you playing the same thing over and over no, that again? was a different that was the nft verse first it was the uh it was the collab verse that was the nft only verse and we still got spotty oh verse. man you didn't you didn't you, you literally did oh my god so you didn't make the master track is what you're saying you, you you're like chopping it up you're asking pieces. so i'm I got not it. does spotty have a diss track he doesn't version? have the diss track but you're asking if i made a master i did not make any tracks i'm not a uh i'm not a producer on the crypto boy record uh but <laughs> What? Okay, okay. We're, we're getting the <laughs> same, the the same loop. You're going to no, destroy no, we, it, actually. I was going to say, just need like, if there's a quick. possibility of ruining it, I'm going to destroy it. Oh, yeah, so that guy, yeah. the, the, yeah. the next guy. I mean, guy, man, if you give a if you give a significant other your seed phrase, that's real commitment. <laughs> so I I literally was DMing with July the Jenny, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll come on the show." That's the guy. Now apparently, he's going on. Now, th that's th this dude. You always seem to find a way. So, look, look, let's let's call a spade a spade. 
if he wants to come on the show, that's great, but that's not like the hot ticket. The hot ticket is the one that made the original track. Yeah, exactly. Like we're we're listening to like the A-list track, and then like Nick's like, yeah, I've been like DMing this like C-list guy that like made okay, a remake. fine. Like, oh, cool. well, anyways, the guy's super flaky, so he's not coming on anymore. Wow. He's going on Rug Radio, so like, fuck that guy. Wait, is he really I'm going on interested. Rug Radio? I'm, I'm not interested. Yeah, he's going on that. That's what someone said in the Discord. I'm actually gonna DM go fuck yourself. That's what we're that's where we're at at this point. I'd rather you know? this turnout the the fact that you DM'd not even the a the a lister and then he ends up turning us down to go on Rug Radio. That's actually best case scenario. He, he, for me. he literally said he said, "Yo, I gotta check my schedule," and that was for I was like for tomorrow morning. Like I don't understand. Like you got yeah. I bet he's I bet he's super busy now. This like, guy's like, like all booked up, dude. It's it's been an issue for him. Um, so yeah, look, uh, uh, Nick, clearly you, you, you worked in the tech industry in San Francisco, but let me tell you, I've worked in the music industry in LA and this is a thousand percent par for the course. This is exactly what you should have expected. This dude, this dude has a shower made out of like wire in his, in his studio and was talking about, uh, he, he was shocked about, uh, about the response. Yeah. If you check out his video. Basically, he's been like living in this basement studio that he set up. And I, I don't know the whole situation, but then people started sending him money and it changed his life. And uh, and so that's where he's at. Clearly changed well, his attitude I'm not, too. Send, I'm not sending him shit. Yeah, no, now I'm, I, I, w I would take back the money that I sent at this point based on his. You sent him lack, money? Lack of response. No, I didn't send anything. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask him to set up a MetaMask wallet and I'm just going to send him phishing attacks. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. God. Let's not wreck this guy. Okay, now we're just like being crypto. mean about this person yeah, who's we're being like, mean. Uh, no, he's, uh, wow. he's going to come through. All right, look, we got to get to the Just blame Nick for being a dick. Remember, not not this Nick. Captain Kicks, dude, what a jerk that guy's talking about this guy like that, we, you know? We got to get to the show. Just get ready. Look, we got Captain Kicks here. He's back from the um the Crypto Raiders uh company retreat where they played Magic the Gathering and did all sorts of other really cool things. Uh Kicks, we know you got the weather for us. What's going on? What's going on, man? It's a, it's a weird day, you know. I just got into the uh the 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 weather office. Uh had a, my morning coffee and tea with Signal. We talked over some things. Uh recalibrated myself per se um let's just uh kick it off with just an absolute dumpster of volume yesterday so yesterday OpenSea came in at 33 million dollars in volume Ugh. as soon as i saw that number i went and checked the floor prices and i'm honestly baffled that the floor prices are where they're at it yeah. just actually shows that uh, nft in, in the nft space people they're just they're just literally you're, you're sitting in a big circle and you're staring at everyone else that owns the same project as you. And you're waiting for one of them to panic and no one's panicked yet. So no one's panic selling, but thirty three million dollars. That's really low. I think that is the lowest day of the year for sure. And it, I don't even know if we had a day that low in like November or December. It may be like a six month low. I'd be pretty confident saying that yesterday was a six-month low in volume. Despite that, going to have to look that up. On my data, I can guarantee you that it's a three-month low. It's a low since February, and January was insane. So it's definitely a low of the year. 
and we'd only need 14 days out of December to make it a six month low. So not not fantastic there. But despite that, floor prices looking pretty solid. We all know the crazy saga of Azuki. That's sent us on a roller coaster ride of emotions, sitting at a 14 ETH floor. Other deeds still chopping around 2.9. Pixin, I knew, was going to dump like a sack of potatoes after the reveal. But unfortunately, I was on the retreat and couldn't dump. Uh, it's at 2.33. Board Ape, just the night at the round table, sitting at 101. Mutant sitting above 20. Okay, Bears at 273. Just want to give a little shout out to Easy Eats who recommended me not to buy two of those at 85. <laughs> Um, beans at 1.62 clonex uh hovering just above 13 clonex is uh struggling a little bit out of the basket uh moonbirds uh venture capitalists uh the group of people that raped and pillaged america over the past couple of years are still super rich so the floor price there is at 24 ETH. they don't even care that's a drop in the bucket that's one of their uh flights on their private jet they're not going to sell their moonboards. That's at 24. Doodles uh, struggling after the Doodle Copter release um, down to 14. Um, let's see if there's anything else on the radar. Mebits just south of five. We do know that the um, uh, that Gordon uh, over at Yuga Labs said that he was very excited to work on utility for Mebits next after the other deeds, other side land. So there's a potential catalyst there. Um Got to give another shout out over to Solana. You know, my boy Easy's just juicing over there. Uh, you got to just love the low quality names of the projects coming out of there. Uh, Reptilian Renegade, uh, but then they, <laughs> but then they put it in, they put it in, uh, in uh, quote uh, brackets, and they say lizards. Just in case you didn't know that uh, <laughs> Reptilian was a lizard, they wanted to just make sure you know that. That's at a twenty nine uh, soul floor. We get dogs at seven um adidas uh you know still holding its range at 1.6 cool cat still struggling down at 3.7 and one more uh, uh solana uh one to round it out d gods back up to 320 so solana summer uh is still going on uh their their seasons last weeks but that's a good thing because you get a bull market uh, very quickly over there. Um, and if we just quickly look at the coins to round out the weather report, uh, Bitcoin is struggling to hold 30K. It's just shy of that right now. Ethereum trying to hold that 2000 floor. Solana actually showing a little bit of relative strength at 55 bucks. Um, and on the equity side, we have the same kind of thing, choppy range. Uh, just trying to find a floor here, but yeah, um, I'd have to say that. Wait, you did know, you I say equities are trying to find a floor? Yeah, they are. I, li I like that. Yeah. Right, they're trying <laughs> to find a floor, baby. Um, yeah, but uh, it, you know, uh, I definitely have to say that the weather report is you know cloudy with a chance of uh, meatballs that will just literally decimate your portfolio because <laughs> yesterday coming in at $33 million isn't great. Let's see if today can retake 50. That would be quite significant. Um, back over to you in the studio. Do you think that yesterday's low volume day had to do with nice weather and people going outside? 
it was nice weather. I will, I will acknowledge that I spent uh, some time on a bicycle outside. And let me tell you, Brooklyn's looking real nice. You know, it was looking very nice yesterday. So I, I yeah. just think, you know, it's definitely, it impacted my trading of which is you're uh, aware on an average day zero. Actually, yesterday I did make a trade. I sold the pop uh, CPG. Yeah, crypto goods. package goods, which I want to talk about. So you, you bought that on the allow list? I did at 2.55. It went up to like 3.8. I sold Damn. it at 3. Um, primarily just because like I was in the Telegram and I was getting hit with messages nonstop. And I, and I was just like, this is stupid. I, I already, we, we have a Discord. So like, I'm going to focus well, on the, our the Discord projects rather Telegram, than, you mean? Like, like crypto package yeah, they don't, Telegram? Yeah, they don't use Discord. They use Telegram. Although you're still segmented from the other audience. What it appears that they did, and I think it's uh, very clever, is basically they created an initial collection and the way that that was distributed, from what I can tell is they just selected a bunch of people and essentially airdropped it to them because there's no way. It, it was basically a bunch of people we've had on the show or no. You got uh, Cosmo Medici, Bored Elon, AJ Vaynerchuk, um, uh, a bunch of other people, San Francisco people, um, Mike Dudas, Randy Zuckerberg, Keith Grossman, Zeneca, Bobby Hundreds. Basically, they just like airdropped it and they're like, oh my God, the floor of this is 40 ETH. But like, if you airdrop no it sales. To, to, I mean, there are, there are sales, but uh, they've had a decent amount, um, to be fair. Uh, 1.3 thousand in ETH, uh, which is uh, quite impressive. Um, and the floor is now down to 18.5. But still, I mean, it's a limited number. There's 311 people that own those uh, Genesis pa passes. And I remember, man, months ago, last year, there was like Ether Bricks or something like that that was literally just, no, just Bricks is what it was called. And I remember the floor on that being like 10 ETH or some, some insane number. And you went in the, I went into the Discord and it was like everyone just, Every message was just like, diamond handed, diamond handed, hold on, hold <laughs> on, hold on, don't sell it, don't sell it, don't kill the floor. <laughs> and like that was the entire Discord was, was <laughs> that. Now, this one is different because what you got is a bunch of people for whom holding on to a you know, 15 ETH plus NFT uh, doesn't matter because they have other NFTs. Um, and then what they can do is they can airdrop this other one and be like, See, we have this other one that's worth a lot. So, like, you should buy this one as well. And it's, I mean, look, it, to be fair, they're, they're trying to build something that's uh, legitimate. And it does seem like they have good intentions. So, I don't want to fade them as an organization because I think they actually probably do have, like, uh, like, they have legitimate intentions. It seems like they're trying to build something great. But, like, w when you lead with alpha, chats and discords then i'm just like well i like our discord so like why am i paying why am i spending more money rather than just hanging out in our own discord yeah like i mean right now any sort of gains that you can book uh i think a lot of people are looking at booking them right like in the bull market it always felt like things were going to continue to go up but right now if you have like one ethereum gains that you can lock in 
people are probably going to take it, even though that's only two thousand bucks now, which is hilarious that Ethereum is that cheap. I know I, it's wild, right, Pio? And you said if yesterday's volume was low because of the weather, like, yeah, I mean, I guess you could like attribute a little bit to that, but I honestly just think that not there's not a lot of people trying to buy right now. You know what I mean? I think most people are waiting for just a, a, a little bit of hopium or a lot of bit of hopium to like feel confident, you know, to like really like deploy some volume. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's less to do with the weather and more to do with market sentiment. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I did, I definitely don't think that the weather alone would contribute to the lowest volume day in six months for sure. And but that- there are a lot of traders in New York. So if New York's having a good day, nice weather day, you know, after the crazy week we had last week, it's not too surprising for people to want to take a day off. Yeah. To take a little bit of a, a moment to unwind. I mean, I think a lot of people still think that the NFT market is going to crash further, right? And I think I'm probably in that camp. And a lot of people probably think that they're going to be able to get NFTs that they're interested in for 20 or 30% off, even the prices that they're at now. Uh, Spencer is very deep into the market. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, Spencer. Well, two things. Um, So I think... It's been interesting. Like we saw, I'm actually surprised at the, how high the price of ETH is right now. Like we tested last week a much lower floor on ETH of 1600, and there's nothing. I mean, like if you look at the macroeconomic landscape, there's nothing that really seems to be a savior event for ETH coming up soon. So I think what was interesting to see is how quickly we were able to reach that low low. Obviously, that was off of the back of like Terra Luna kind of fiasco but it didn't take a lot for people to really get scared and i think that just kind of shows the state of the market i wanted to also maybe just touch quickly on um uh, crypto package goods sure um and give a little bit of background on that that company and project for those who don't know the the, the guy who runs that is um chris cantino who used to be a pretty well-known like vc specifically in the cpg space B- cpg standing for consumer packaged goods so he did a lot of e-commerce and um, investing, which is, I think, where the uh, name uh, Club CPG came from, because that was sort of his background. And it's been interesting to see the different, um, like, within the VC community, not all VCs are the same, right? And they don't all have the same type of investments they do. And there's some pretty siloed uh, parts of the venture capital world. For example, CPG investors tend to not also be tech investors. Um, healthcare investors tend to also be in their own silo and ed tech tend to be in their own silo around uh, a side for people. So I think it's, it's just very interesting to see you have got, you've got a Kevin Rose who's definitely much more on the like tech uh, VC side versus the physical goods VC side. And then you've also got Chris Cantino um, taking really different approaches to how to build out um, a project. But uh, I think it's just interesting to see those two when compared to each other. Yeah, we're seeing different, you know, walks of life, different backgrounds entering the NFT space. I like the vibes on this crypto package goods. I was supposed to be able to mint them. Uh, I guess I was on the allow list and our valued staff member, Eric, was pinging me to mint them on Saturday. But I was with Easy Eats at a brewery. And so my afternoon uh, socialization with Easy Eats cost me thousands of dollars. What else is new? Jesse, you have your hand raised. What's going on? Yeah, I picked up. But I mean, this was always on my radar. I don't know how everybody here got on the allow list. This was on my radar for months. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I this was going to be you know weeks ago. We've been eyeing this. I know Elizabeth Laguna Carta in the in the Discord. Both of us have been waiting for it. And two weeks ago, I think this would have been an auto buy. You know, probably gone to five or six off of the uh, the Kevin Rose proof model. Like you said, you got Jamie Schmidt and Cantino, who I think are. I mean, I think the direct to consumer background is a really good one to have. Or CPG is basically direct to consumer, right? You have to Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, um, yeah. Those what are, are, the, what are the glasses? I think that's a really, really nice background to have, right? You're building out kind of a community, Dollar Shave Club, right? It's really just an email list, just like a Discord, but kind of the same business model. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I was big on these guys. I minted right away on secondary, got the 3.2, and I thought I was getting a steal. Uh, but in this market, obviously, you know, it's down to two now. Um, to me, it's a long-term hold kind of thing with like a proof Does light. Does it go lower? Is it going to go lower, Jesse? Below two? Yeah, could, I mean, it's so hard to predict in there. No, I think this is the bottom. I think this is the bottom. Um, so hard to predict in this market. But I mean, again, it's, it's still only 2,000 and the distribution's really low. The people that bought were all allow lists. So basically people that really wanted it through friends and vendors and through their... I think this is about as low as it's going to go. Most people got it. You got to realize not for three, but for the two point, what, two, five, five. So you were got, you know, everybody was right to take their profits, like you said, P.O. But to me, I'm, I mean, to me, if Chris Cantino and Jamie Schmidt can't pull off Web3, it's really like an incubator more than just an alpha club. And they're going to try to they've already started building out, you know, quote, software, Web3 software products. To me, this team, I, I said it in the chat, I think this team is 10 times more likely to actually do something significant in web three as opposed to kevin rose i think kevin rose is just a name and a finance and he's going to build off that kind of like gary v but make it but make it silicon valley um the, but these guys are like genuine builders if they can't do it i i don't i don't know who can so i'm still obviously i wish i would have bought in at two but i'm holding the one i bought for 3.2 and just forgetting about it okay well that's a, a high price to buy in at i hope that uh we see a rebound there look we got bert on stage one of the mods from the nifty portal community i have a hunch as to what bert is going to talk about bert is this a victory lap for dgen tunes is that what i should assume one fucking thousand percent yes. <laughs> shout out to birdie dgen tunes so what did you buy in at Bert? So I bought my first two at 0.8. Um, it was interesting because, like, of course, we've been in a downtrend, right? And, like, what one thing I like to do is kind of look where other people's eyes aren't and just kind of see what's holding steady th throughout that time. And uh, DJ and Tunes, they've been – they got as low as, I think, like 0.74 and hovered between that and 0.8 for a couple of weeks. And it was just something off about them. Like, they had this vibe about the project and – all I keep thinking is back to what Drift said about why he went so hard into Azuki was that like the PFPs are very relatable. They've got this nostalgic factor of like being a tune base. And I mean, they look pretty fucking cool. So like that's initially what made me at least dip my feet in a little bit. And then as I started hanging out in the Discord a little bit, a little bit more and kind of filling out the vibe, something just feels different about this project. And they kind of have the perfect runway because after all the stuff that just happened with Azuki, like I feel like people are kind of looking towards what's next, what's going to be that next project that breaks like the five to 10 ETH range. And I mean, you look at the floor, all the floor PFPs look fucking amazing. So for me, it's kind of hard to see these not run up more, especially with they have a dynamite claim, quote unquote, on uh, the 31st of the month. So still plenty of runway to go up until then. And it seems like with the drop mechanic, the goal isn't to dilute the, the supply. Um, 
uh, it's a one-on-one -on -one claim. Basically, if you if you uh, burn one of the dynamites that you claim, then you can upgrade it to the next tier. Uh, so it'll be interesting to keep kind of see how the supply uh, supply shock plays a role. But ultimately, um, I think this definitely can go much further. And again, you, you're starting to see a lot more whales buying in. Like for some reason, the Cardano ecosystem is extremely excited about this. I don't know why, but um, well, because they're a bunch of idiots. That's why. <laughs> well, kidding. I mean, those bunch of idiots have a lot of money, so I'm just going to ride that wave as long as I can. <laughs> well, look, Bert. Obviously, fantastic move. You got in at point eight. The floor is one point nine right now. Sell it. Yeah, I was you, gonna say you're you trying. Like, wait, to what, you're gonna keep diamond handing this thing? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, you call the five to ten floor on it, man. You know it's a bear market when Bert, you know, a guy that normally uh, pumps respectable projects like ten KTF, is all in on Degen tunes, and I actually <laughs> fucking love that, Bert. That's some bear market vibes. Let's ride that thing up to a three at least. Make some of that cash. Yeah, so look, I just so one to de-risk. So don't worry. I'm like I'm taking my profits, but after that one, I'm riding the other three just in case they do actually take that spot that Azuki's kind of laying up. So don't worry, I took my profit. Okay, well, I can't see an Azuki-like floor for this. Um, the problem, like, look, the fundamental problem with this is that, I, like, a lawsuit could happen. I'm not trying to FUD, but I'm just saying, like, you know, when you look at the art style, these, like, Looney Tune and, and Disney-type companies, they don't play nice, if they and they have deeper pockets than an individual NFT project does. So even if they don't win the lawsuit, it, it would just be such a pain in the ass for the project. Again, I'm not trying to FUD. Shout out to DGen Tunes holders, anybody that bought in with Burt at point eight. I mean, in a bear market like this, to come up on a one-eat profit for every one of these that you bought is still way stronger performance than you're going to get in the stock market, in the crypto markets. Um, so, yeah, I mean, great, great move, Bert. Let me ask you, what made you buy these suddenly at point eight? Like, what made you go from not owning any to owning them when you saw them at point eight? Just the stability, really. And actually, that's the first thing I asked as soon as I hopped in Discord was like, what's the risk of a DCMA or a DMCA, whatever it is? And they... DMCA, I, yeah. Yeah, DMCA. So they... Uh, YMCA, that, YMCA. <laughs> uh, I forget the exact details, but basically they said that they made the adjustments similar to like Smilesverse and um, like 10KTF, their, their shoes look just like Nikes, right? So they were able to make adjustments that are minor enough to, I guess, get around that. Um, I don't know, like, of course, I'm not ruling it out completely, right? That's why I took a little bit of profit just in case. But it seems like they've kind of covered their bases and they've done enough, enough research to kind of... Uh, uh, back themselves up. So, um, yeah, the, to answer your question, biggest reason was just the stability in the bear market and that volume. Like, they've been creeping up in volume extremely heavily when everything else is kind of tanking. So, that's impressive to so, say the least. I, I just want to say in the Discord, you've posted about five times within 30 minutes that these are replacing Azuki. So, I want to <laughs> see, like, uh, that's, uh, I mean, I appreciate the analysis. So, your your target price for this is a 16th floor. <laughs> Based on based on just like their looks, I think realistically they could get over ten because let's be real. Why did Azuki go up, right? Like Azuki went up because of the vibe and the fact that people could relate to him. Same thing with these. Like everybody loves cartoons and that nostalgic factor. So I don't think that's out of the question whatsoever. I mean, you're asking why would these go up? Why did Azuki go up? Why did Dudos go up? 
cool cats, et cetera. It's just the way the NFT market right works. Bert, well, I mean, you're, you're on record saying 10 plus now on the show. So, so we're going to hold you accountable to that. In I mean, three the, months. the distinction was, remember, the Izuki founders worked at Facebook and Google or so everyone claimed <laughs> wherever, not at wherever, all. <laughs> the, wherever that narrative came from. And what uh, the fuck the, was that? The, they also had a website. DJ Tunes is ex Disney though. So, oh, okay. So you heard <laughs> it here first. Former Disney, what, were they what the lead animators uh, and illustrators at Disney? Is that is that what the situation was there? Yeah, for one of their blockbuster movies. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> I heard one of the guys was in the Tour de France too, so they got a pretty good fucking squad over there. Um, all right, well, Did he look. win it? Well, no, but we know he took steroids. So we got we got Bert's call that Gen tunes are going to go over 10 ETH. Buy at your own risk, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to give Bert a hard time in two months if they are not over 10 ETH. So in other words, I'm, I'm going to put it on my calendar. Give Bert a hard time. I feel like July in two 16th. weeks, these are going to be below one ETH again. I don't know. That's just sort of my, uh, my, my sense. And trust that. me, if they go over 10 ETH, you're not going to hear the end of it. So that's, that's we know, Bert. We know. We're aware. I mean, look, Bert uh, has been long 10KTF forever. So, like, to Bert's credit, he spotted 10KTF as, like, basically, I mean, really, 10KTF was, like, the most obvious NFT to buy for, like, a four-month period. Was he, was he uh, like, pumping it prior to our uh, classic not uh, with no, Wapi was first. Wapi was okay, first. Wapi. Wapi was the earliest, but Bert was still plenty early. There were people that tried to claim that they were long 10KTF on the day that 10KTF mooned. Like 10KTF was sideways, literally sideways, like under 0.3 ETH for a full six months. Then they made a, a move from 0.3 to 0.8, which on the chart, that's a straight line up. That is a green candle going straight up. And there were people that you all know, wink, 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 that were on Twitter that were just like, oh, I've been saying 10KTF for like a really long time. And I'm like, is this guy serious? Are you serious? Wow, but anyway. It, there, it sounds like you got a personal vendetta. I got a personal, yeah, personal vendetta. I mean, here's what I loved about Bert. Bert was so consistent because he would make he would make money trading uh, like a different NFT. And then he'd be like, awesome, I'm going to take these profits and buy some more 10KTF. He just was so consistent about it. Oh, yeah, big time. And then when, like, every time, ten, well, when 10KTF started to pump, he just kept posting a motorcycle emoji, like, you know, revving the engine or whatever is, like, the perfect emoji. I was like, so, oh, damn, this man, Bert. So the, the person, whoever you're claiming and speaking about here, it kind of reminds me of that guy, July the Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what, what has unfolded there? This is Actually, the musician. He, he has a Cryptoon Goons PFP. Let's be clear. The musician that was does in he? the Crypto Boy. So he does as his uh, PFP. So, um, you know, at least he, he's on Bert's team. Fuck that project. Dude, fuck, <laughs> fuck that and fuck this guy. You know, no, Just, what, no. you know what, I'm not... You know, if you if you just uh, flake out on us, that's just you know I'm just gonna be uh, fading you on the show moving forward. It doesn't matter if you're a good, talented person who deserves credit for everything that you've done and uh, the support that you've been receiving because it's pretty clear that you're a talented singer. Suddenly, it sounds like uh, he's no longer a talented singer. So that's that's all I'm 
you know, that's what I'm hearing. Look, man, these the L.A. music industry guys. They, they he's not in really, L.A. He's in some. He's in a random spot. Uh, he's. I don't think he's based in L.A. His dream is to go to L.A. These L.A. music industry guys. They get a big head really quick. They also don't want to wake up early for our show. It's okay. It's no problem. I'm letting him enjoy his 15 minutes right here. I hope he follows it up. I hope he follows it up with NFT Boy or some other hot record. And I'm hoping that he can come on our show in the future. But I wanted the A-list. Right? That would require him actually making a melody or something like that rather than okay, okay uh, no. all right so nick's calling out this guy's like you know music fundamentals let's hear a little bit more sense from my man depeche node node one of the best investors in the nft space what do you make of our low volume day yesterday what do you make of what's going on right now buddy yeah well first a public service announcement if you buy 20 portals uh you get a free steak dinner with no nft nick no, that's and not the case. That, that was He will buy you dinner um, and invite Captain Kicks and P.O. So I did that. I now get a steak dinner with Nick in New York uh, right after Mr. Purple. You, so I'm you, really looking forward to that. I mean, you're you're on the team, I feel like, at this point. So uh, not, I think not that, you that, feel that, like he's, he's formally on the team. Okay, so he's formally on the team. Uh, well, then from that standpoint, yeah, I think that had more to do with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you definitely sweep the floor of... If you buy a thousand of them, you know, uh, <laughs> then uh, I'll let you crash at my place one night. <laughs> Slumber oh, party. Uh, yeah, but no, shout out to you for sweeping 20 portals the other day. That was a badass move. Um, yeah, that, that was awesome, man. So what do you think of the, the market right now? Yeah, so I, I actually took your advice over the weekend and I started uh, harvesting losses, just dumping things that uh, that I that I that I, I wasn't too concerned about getting back from the floor price standpoint. So I actually sold a bunch of things at a, at a slight loss to take the loss and then to just to kind of uh, accumulate some ETH. And that's that's been my goal. So I did that over the weekend. I also listened to the uh, the All In podcast uh, yesterday, their most recent one. Chamath, uh, if you want to Calicanus, get, yep. yeah, if you want to get scared, go ahead and listen to that one. Oh, um, my God. It will throw a giant wet blanket over all of your uh, hopes and dreams for the year. So that, that kind of inspired me to do a little bit of uh, tax loss harvesting, as it were. I am actually pretty happy, though, that uh, punks, punks actually did pretty well over the weekend. They're up about uh, six ETH or so. Uh, they, they hit Nick's bottom signal, and then he probably didn't buy, and now they're rebounding just a touch. So we'll take that. Uh, I like how Captain Kicks forgot to mention you know punks after going through every single other blue chip in the world <laughs> um but i'll always be here to mention them i'm sorry so, yeah, I'm I mean, that's my, my analysis overall i'm a little bit i'm a little bit scared at low volume uh you know there's i i feel like we really haven't seen hardcore capitulation in the nft market yet like if it reaches the point where people are having to dump nfts to dump ETH, like that 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 is that's where what i kind of want to be prepared for in case yeah i'm i'm really excited for those times this show is no longer going to be discussing nfts and we're going to pretend that we never discussed them at that at that point in time uh, so we're going to be switching s subjects completely when the, It'll when be the market music, goes through. Music it's analysis It's literally show. just going to be a streaming music. Yeah, not, yeah, exactly. Music analysis. I'll be providing my commentary on people's uh, melodic wherewithal. Um, so very excited for that. Yeah, you'll notice we, we spent uh, almost 15 minutes this morning just listening to music. So uh, <laughs> it was a good start for the day. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to keep increasing that number the worse that the market gets. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, uh, 
low volume in NFTs is definitely not what you want to be hearing. Um, in fact, like I would argue that if there was one thing that you wanted to be hearing, it'd be something along the lines of NFTs one more time. Let's wow. go. Shout out July the Ginny. Sound Lessie. She's the one who actually created this song. He's been riding on her coattails ever since. Uh, sorry, everybody. Uh, okay, so so check it out. So low volume in the NFT space is terrifying. Uh, the fact that the All In podcast is scared is also terrifying. Is, is it really? It, hold on. Are we at terrifying levels yet? I'm not, I'm not terrified. And I, I, I want to ask Easy. Easy, how's it going on Solana over there, buddy? It's good. Life's good. Um, shout out those lizards. I sold five of them at six soul, and they're now 30. So that was a great trade. <laughs> um also, shout out the bears that you asked if you should buy at 80, because uh, even now at 200, they're still the same price because Solana's in the absolute gutter. But uh, other than that, no, man, life's good. Life's good. My net worth's down about 65% because Solana's down about 65%. But the market's hot. Uh, we did 80% of the volume that OpenSea did yesterday. But the market's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the NFT market's hot. The wait, 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 wait. Can we roll that one back? Can we roll that one back? What did you just casually say? Uh, I'm down bad, but the market's <laughs> no, no. hot. After that. Uh, we did like 80% of the OpenSea volume yesterday. That's insane. Is that what? real? Yeah, something like that. I think we actually had three times the transactions, but the thing is, like, cost of transaction obviously is like $3. So that's a little bit different. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, the overall volume's wild. I think we're only 1,000 unique buyers less than OpenSea yesterday compared to Magic Eden. So, like, there's just a lot of money coming over. Wait, when you say we, are you speaking as Solana as a whole? Magic I am Eden? Solana. I am part okay, of it. it. It's like when you refer to your team and you call them we, uh, even though you've never met a single player. Like, so, these are just, like, <laughs> random numbers. Like, what is this encompassing? Is it is it Solana on OpenSea with 30% of the volume there? Yeah, or total, total volume from Magic Eden compared to OpenSea. Wow. I mean, that's still an, an insane number. Um, pre previously, Solana was like what ten percent of the total NFT market on oh, a good day. Corrected me. We did ten point five mil. ETH did thirty three mil. So, yes, volume wise is right around wow. there. I mean, that's pretty good. That, that yeah, math was never your strong suit, easy. But no, no, your strong suit is finding some of those hot gains. Still, dude, thirty three percent is very significant in my opinion. Yeah, especially when you think about the difference in just how much Solana costs versus Where is how he much coming Ethereum up with these costs. numbers? Because someone just po posted a quote That's the that one. shows, 10 .5 shows mil. it was 200,000. No, look at the – no, no, Nick. 200,000 soul. Oh, there we go. That's my math is from. <laughs> he easy deployed $200,000 yesterday himself. Get out of here, Nick. Okay. So, so, so one thing that people, I think, didn't know, because I've been working with Easy for what, like literally seven months or something like that, and I didn't even know this. So I, I, I think it's worth mentioning on this show because I know not everybody watches the YouTube. I'm, I'm looking at you, audience members. Watch the YouTube too. Anyway, uh, when me and Easy did our YouTube show on Saturday, we talked about Easy's experience in 2017 and for those that don't know, I'm, I'm assuming most people that are listening know, 2017 was the last Pico top of the Bitcoin halving cycle that led Bitcoin to cost $20,000 and all the other cryptocurrencies to have their subsequent tops. And Easy was an active trader for 2015, 2016, and 2017 um, with experience dating back as far, I think, Easy. Well, real quick, 
I, I got okay. I got breaking okay. news real quick. Uh, two two news stories coming across the news desk here. Easy Eats uh, sounds like he's about to throw up, and it's not clear. Is that because you're hungover? That's what he's yeah, saying in the Discord. Not good. And then the uh, the second thing is a crypto package goods floor down to one point six. Back to you, PSR. Well, th thanks so much for ending my entire intro for that. So anyway, Easy was trading his way to the Pico top at that time with years of trading experience. Easy, what amount of money did you trade your way up to in 2017? And, and how old were you at the time? I, I, ne I need the audience uh, to hear a little breakdown. It was like 2018 was when it just consistently went down. Like every trade just went red, which was great. Uh, he legit sounds like he's about yeah, to throw like you're no idea. You sound like you're going to bomb it. You can go ahead and continue, though. Uh, hey, Easy, just to just to give you a little thing to relate to, this is like when I was on a show, show with P.O., and then he randomly decided it'd be funny to go through my activity for blue chips on OpenSea and, like, walked me through every board ape and cool cat and gutter cat that I papered. And you just, like, kind of smile, but your soul kind of dies. So, dude, it makes us stronger, though, easy. The, so, yeah, the best highlight... The best highlight from that show was Captain Kicks bought a pimp coat board ape, uh, board ape for one eat. So that's like a really rare board ape. He bought a pimp coat board ape for one eat, and he sold it for a whopping one eat. So that was a monster trade for sure. Um, it was like a one day bear market. It was looking a little shaky. <laughs> that, that that was a power move. Uh, easy. Uh, you sound like you're gonna vomit. You might be vomiting. Uh, but can you walk people through? I'm just I'm just not letting go of this. <laughs> you already put it on wax. On you're actually making me nauseous and i was i have i didn't drink anything i didn't drink anything i'm not, i'm having a protein shake this morning that's about it oh look at this guy uh so easy by the way when we were at eight mansion me and nick went to the gym one time i'm not kidding literally we went to the gym one day and the next two days there were amazon packages coming he got a yoga mat he got a protein shaker okay. he got like some like yeah. legit like you know i'm training for the fucking nfl combine type protein powder <laughs> I was just like, dude, like, you know, you got in the gym one time. Look, I got to the gym. I've gone to the gym four or five times in the past week. Okay, so we're we're now we're now actually moving here. I mean, I love hearing that. I told you you got to get a trainer. Um, easy, uh, easy's just muted. I'm gonna leave him alone. He lost a lot of money. He was a young man. Sounds uh, like he's also losing a lot of water right now. He, well. He's on a he's, totally separate note, real quick. Eric, shout out Eric Ebron with the reptile renegade profile picture. We're all in on Solana. Well, hell yeah. Um, Easy doesn't want to talk about it. I was just trying to show how qualified Easy is because he has been around the fucking block. And people in the audience that think that they're quote unquote, or people in the Discord think they're they're like traders, you got to go through what Easy's gone through to really have your stripes. And uh, I just have a lot of respect for it. Uh, we got a couple people on stage with their hands raised. We got Hofstra on stage. Hofstra looks like you're going to VCon. I'll see you there, homie. Uh, but what's going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you guys just need to hang out over on the Tezos blockchain because it's kind of like trading stable coin NFTs. <laughs> they don't really move. So, you know, haven't stable coins had a really rough week? What's, what's <laughs> yeah, algorithmically well, backed stable, stable coins have. But, uh, you know, Hofstra, you're always you're always on Solana. You're on Tezos. The hosts of this show all have um, unless someone sold it. And I don't know the dog one, Dogami on Tezos. Dogami. How's that? Is, how's that doing? It's apparently the blue chip. How is that thing doing? It's hanging. It, it, I mean, it's it's doing pretty good in Tezos standards. I mean, like I said, there, things don't move that that quick or that crazy. 
Um, but you can still have all the fun. You can mint a bunch of stuff. It doesn't cost you anything and then just take a bunch of flyers. So that's the other thing I was going to tell you guys right now. There, there's a huge opportunity to go back to your roots with ETH being so low and so many projects out there. You guys could take shots on like 30 at a time and then just like, like put a bunch in the community wallet. And then all you need is one. Just saying, I mean, there's some jellyfish stuff back in the day that was really good. The bastard penguins. <laughs> go back to that vibe. So, wait, well, what are you telling I, us I, to do? Like, well, bring back the DGen, basically. Like, okay. suddenly, we, suddenly, we started collecting uh, NFTs over one ETH, and our, our, you know, our heads got quite big. I definitely noticed that Pio's head has actually enlarged what, in size since 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 he started collecting uh, bluer chip NFTs. Um, Listen to this guy saying I have a big so, ego while he's basically telling you that he has a big ego, saying so, that his NFT collection stronger than mine. Well, okay, I didn't. I wasn't commenting on my own. I was just observing your own behavior ever since you got that mutant. And so, <laughs> uh, what, what, what? All that I was saying is, um, you know, what is being suggested is that we get more of the stuff that Easy Eats was suggesting uh, or had advised us on. Uh, with deep sea jellies back in the day. And if we could go back to that and maybe buy some, you know, $50 NFTs, which definitively will go to zero and you'll hate the fact that you actually own them in your wallet and you can't get rid of them. Um, it can, Actually, I guess I could start burning them, but I'm also afraid now these NFTs that get airdropped in your wallet, it, is that legit that you can actually get your money stolen from you uh, but from these NFTs that are being sent your way? If you interact with the contract, so you can hide them because that contract interaction, I guess, is between it's you just and, open and OpenSea. Yeah. But if you actually do something that interacts with that NFT contract, it's a big deal. The weird thing is, is like a friend of mine got airdropped some scam on Polygon, and he's like a normie, so you know he's not he's not totally deep. And he was like, "Hey, I ended up like claiming this airdrop, and I think it might be a scam." And we looked into it, and it definitively was a scam. And he did he definitively interacted with the contract but it didn't do anything it didn't compromise his wallet so all i know is with the amount of scams that have been in the nft space consistently for months slash years you just don't want to take any chances if something seems to be too good to be true i had a different normie friend that was asking over and over again about these airdrops in his wallet and whether they were legit i was like dude if you don't know what it is if it didn't come from one of the nfts you own it is a scam like you are not getting free money so you got to keep that in mind um we got drew roberts on the stage i don't know if drew's been on the show before you got your hand raised what's going on drew how you doing yeah, you made a mistake. Let me up here once before, Pio. Oh, okay, um, okay. Second time. <laughs> yeah, me. second time's a charm. Yeah. Fool me uh, once. <laughs> NFT Nick and, and Vicky, I'm going to preface my comments saying this. I love Yuga. Uh, I think they're the shit. Uh, they, they've taken care of me with what they call airdrops. Uh-oh. Uh, here, right, so here's my, here it comes. I think they have it backwards. Uh, I think it is deflationary token first then nfts that's that's uh that's my point okay okay there uh, we have it people <laughs> bravo hold on one second that was crazy this um, is the crowd this is the crowd going wild drew dropping that fire alpha Look, so, that was, he, he went for the mic drop. I think he expected the exact response we gave him. The problem he, is we can't hear the audience. That's that's one of the issues that we have uh, with this show is we can't hear literally anybody else other than the speakers. 
they, they probably they probably don't care to be they honest. They were probably <laughs> gasping, <laughs> uh, just shocked at so, that statement. So, so, so Raul Paul, I interviewed him uh, a couple weeks ago. You interviewed Raul Paul? Yeah, it's my pin tweet. So here, nice, here's bro, my nice. thing. Here, here, he all should have him on here. He's real smart. Would love he, to. He he'd educate you. Uh, so here's his point: with a deflationary token or just any ERC twenty, you can have a very large community. He likened it to like Doge uh, with what Elon does, playing around with everybody. Uh, and then from there, you just give away your NFTs for free. You airdrop them uh, to your largest token holders, and then you throw on a ten percent transaction fee, and and then that gives you the revenue run rate that you need. Uh, as those trade on secondary. So that that's the direction I'm heading with things. And uh, just kind of curious what your all's thoughts are, because uh, it, it's very counter Yuga. And anything counter Yuga gives, makes me wary. But it, it seems to make sense. So, I mean, look, I've gone on wax at this point on this show, on the YouTube show, just everywhere about Yuga Labs and how I feel like every single person is saying the same thing, which is, they're, they've never made a game before. It's hard to make a game. What makes them qualified to make a game? Metaverse land doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And when every single person is pushing the same narrative, I tend to think that the narrative is wrong because things would just be too easy if everybody was on the same page. That's my position on it. And I think that they have more money than anybody else. They have a better track record than anybody else. They have more history than anybody else besides CryptoPunks. And then they went and bought CryptoPunks, so who cares? Um, so my thoughts on it are that I believe in them. I own three pieces of land, including one that has a coda. Uh, I haven't sold it. I mean, look, if I got to listen to this all in podcast that Node was talking about, because those guys are, are deep in the markets. And if they think it's going to be proper goblin town, then maybe it isn't a bad idea for me to sell my coda for 50 grand and put it into a gem, uh, a, you know, a, an exchange and get 6% yeah, yield. Yeah at GUSD. Look, it's something I'm thinking about. I'm looking at your profile, man. Uh, your pin tweet is not Raul Paul. It's Ryan Carson from Moonbird. Uh, he, all- com- he comes on secondary. I rug pulled oh, sorry. Uh, and threw Ryan Carson on. But yeah, the um, uh, Raul Paul's on for the first hour. Ryan Carson's on for the second. Uh, the, the thing with the other side is that's going to be the best metaverse there is. I don't want to sit uh, the, with Oculus Rift headset on playing chess with Zuck. You know, you can buck that all the way to wherever. I actually um, think all of them are going to suck, and the only one that matters is in the real world where there's going to be like AR. I genuinely think AR ooh. is going to be is going to be the way that all of this mo- operates moving forward. Have you, have you he, used he says HoloLens to his faces? Have Have you used Hololens though? It is not a very good experience yet. Uh, so I, I'm I don't... just talking about some future that exists. I don't care about the technology behind it. I have no idea when it's going to get there. Maybe I'm dead by the by the time that happens. But uh, I'll be revived in the metaverse, uh, and the AI version of myself, which we had on the other day, will be wandering around there, telling you, Drew, I told you so. I told you so. Wait, That's... can we? No, can I'm we in agreement. AI... I just don't think the technology is there yet. So I, I agree with you, NFT Nick. I've never disagreed with you. Yeah, well, you, you're allowed to you're disagree allowed to with disagree. anybody yeah, on this stage, and, and I encourage it a thousand percent. We are not running a uh, totalitarian Twitter show here. Um, Nick, can we hear from the AI version of you? Can we get that guy plugged in real quick for a minute? Oh, wow. Th- hey, thanks for the alert there, P.O. Look, well, the can, you, can a- you get him booted up? I know it takes a second to boot yo, him up. But- the, the AI version sounds just like me, in case you're wondering, P.O. So literally everything that I've been saying 
that's the hello. AI my name Nick. Uh, NFT Nick. I think that the other side will suck because these idiots are building a metaverse based on the IP of six thousand thirty-five to fifty-five-year-old uh, owners, and then they're going to try to build a metaverse where a bunch of sixteen-year-olds are going to want to hang out, and it just don't make no sense. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> Well, that was a parody of AI Nick. <laughs> Wait, is is AI Nick plugged in? Because I want. No, he did a pretty good job. There you go. That was it. Well, what does AI great. Nick? What does AI Nick think of July the Ginny? Oh, oh God, are you kidding? <laughs> AI Nick project. has forgotten about July the Ginny because he was a blip on my radar for like uh, for a hot moment. But uh, we'll look back on it. And my AI meditation coach was telling me to just let you know, the emotions that I was feeling, the negative emotions that I was feeling about being flaked on uh, by a musician uh, just passed by. Uh, also, <laughs> shout out, I got a DM here about a celebrity in the audience. Uh, we have a Who? real celebrity, Pio. Have you heard of them? Who? Uh, take a guess. The real celebrity? Is it July it, the Jig? It's Juju Smith-Schuster, a wide receiver from the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not familiar with football. Uh, no, he's, he's a big name. Yeah, he's the real deal for sure. Yeah. Hey, I'll step down so y'all can bring him up. Juju, get Wait, up here. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, well, I, don't I don't think, think he wants to come anymore. on. I was just giving yeah, him a yeah. shout-out. Well, Nick, he, Nick giving an uncomfortable shout-out. I'm sweating left. now. This is what, like when Jamie Foxx brought uh, Donald Glover on stage. I'm for getting DMs here. I oh thought it would be God, hilarious. I'm so uncomfortable. I mean, look. I, I, I Pio's afraid. I, Juju, I'm, I want to apologize on behalf of myself uh, for Pio. Like he's a good guy, and he, and you know it would be great if uh, you can chat with him. He he actually. Um, I don't think really he's in the crowd that. anymore. And by the way, I'm familiar with celebrities being in the crowd. I'm cool, Juju. You don't have to worry about me. And I guess at this point, the only thing no, he's is left. Like, he's um, gone at this point. NFTs it was my fault. He's left. All right. Anyway, so we got uh we got Jesse who had his hand raised. Jesse, what did you want to add? Oh no! I was just gonna take more cheap shots at the metaverse, but I'll I'll, I'll pass for now since uh, <laughs> since Nick 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 took my took my thunder. But um, I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to. I, I'm kind of like uh, like where uh, Kix was saying. I mean, it certainly doesn't feel good. But every time I want to go sell something, I'm like, eh, this is. You know, I, I feel okay about this. I feel okay about my cartons. I got these block Genesis. I like these fat. This like fashion NFT. It's just kind of holding, and it feels like things are holding, um, and it's hard to tell if that's a bullish sign or a bearish sign. Um, so it's hard to give any real alpha, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm still. I'm still holding out hope that that things have settled down and that the bottom is settled, and then we're going to kind of stay in this range for for a while. I think we're going to be between two thousand and twenty five hundred ETH for a while. I know some people think we might dip more. Um, so it just might be, like you said, it's not the weather, but if things are not trading and the weather's nice, it's like, yeah, why not go outside? Right. Dude, I, I was just thinking about it. I think Juju left the space so that I could throw him the football so he could go long, far away from this actual oh. show. Uh, yeah, he's definitely going long away from the show <laughs> after this. And I might go pretty long, too, because you're making me uncomfortable bringing this guy up over and over again. Iceman, <laughs> from, from the Nifty community, Iceman has made a, an extravagant return. We don't have to get into the ins and outs of it. Glad to have you back, Iceman. Hope you're doing well, man. What is going on with you? 
GM, GM, I uh, just, you know, clocking out of my uh, midnight shift here at the old uh, McDonald's factory since I picked up another uh, job the last time we spoke, but things are good. Uh, the Discord is hyped up about Jen underscore sis. I'm probably not saying it right. Um, is that the one, the, the old guy? No, oh, Nick, we'll get to the old guy because uh, I think uh, you're really going to like Farrick, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But Jen sis was something that minted uh, this week. They currently are sitting around a 0.74. It's the same anime meta type thing. I think the thing that really pushed them over the edge is they have a sponsorship with Supra Skateboards. So maybe I'm too old. Like that brand was pretty cool back in the day when Chad Muska was on it. But I don't know if Supra Skateboards really is going to be the thing that uh, pushes these guys over for the win. But I guess we'll see. Uh, but to Nick's point, the other very exciting thing in the Discord uh, was Allison found the first 100-year-old man to do NFTs. His name is Ferret. They do a selfie of him every day. And, uh, you know, yesterday was at a .003 floor. I think right now, I could be wrong because I'm not looking at it, but the floor is probably four sales away from being one ETH. Uh, it oh my mean, god! Yeah, it doesn't mean a lot. It's it's a small collection of you know photos of this guy, but uh, it is definitely getting some traction. Uh, I've spoken to the Ferric account, and they're very uh, emotional, and I'm sure uh, they're very happy for all the love. So very cool. It's a very lovely Web three story. Okay, is it the Ferric day by day collection on OpenSea? Is that it? You got it, my friend. You got it. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, look, we've seen things like these have pumps. We haven't really seen, I mean, the volume on this is hilarious. If this is the right collection, there's a considerable amount of volume on this. So if you're looking at your NFTs, you got some good stuff, you got, you know, smiles verse, you got, you know, insert good project here. And you're wondering about the volume. It's because your boy Farrick, hundred years old is taking your volume. Um, there's it a, says a, the volume is 0.37. Is it, am I looking at the wrong one? I, well, I feel like those numbers just aren't updated. If you look at the activity, there's like a considerable amount of sales, like oh, at point wow. oh six. Okay. Yeah, there's no, like no, a, no. Yeah. Point oh oh three is the amount that I'm looking at here. Uh, so I'm not seeing the volume. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong one. I see one at point oh six two hours ago, and then all the rest is point oh oh three. Hold on one sec. We got some breaking news. Apparently, we have another celebrity in the audience, P.O. I'm not sure if you're aware of it. Eric Ebron, a free agent uh, football player. Shout out to Eric. Hey, welcome to the show. Go long. Eric listens all the time. He's friendly with Easy. He's DM'd with me before. Stop calling out people that are just going to long. Eric Ebron about his conversation with Young Crypto on a Twitter space last week. It was epic. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus. If people are listening to this show for the first time, they think that we're rookies or something. Oh my God. I need someone that's actually smart to say something. Vicky, go long. What is on your mind right now, Vicky? You're, you're so long, Vicky. Host of this damn show. Go go on. On. We're calling out football players today. I was just about to order the drive through. I'm just, my di big decision is cappuccino or latte, you know? It's a good decision. I like Go it. Long, get the I'll, I'll tell you what Pia would say. He would say, go with the cappuccino. We'll throw it on over to you, Vicky. Go long. <laughs> okay. 
We got to put the Monday Night Football sound effect in here, you know, because Nick's new catchphrase is go long. People in the Discord, here's here's the community challenge for the week. I'm stepping into Elizabeth's role. I know Elizabeth and Eric are listening. Saving with customized cars. Oh, my apologies. Are you just putting a Geico ad on? I got got an ad. We're playing Geico ads now. Mark it down. We're on sponsored ads, everybody. I guess that. Okay. All right. Nice. Okay. We're we're really killing it, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the high production value of the show. Go anyway. long. Anyway, we're going long NFTs, baby. Oh so this is official right here. Portal Discord listening. This is official. Eric and, and Elizabeth, I'm I'm overriding whatever community plan you had for this week. Meme contest. Come up with the best go long, you know, logo, like the best go long. It sounds long like we're getting a professional soundtrack person who's actually gonna give us clips of that. I can't wait. Who's the who's the person that it's behind? Well, can you we, just spilled the that? beans that we're okay, getting. Okay, my apologies. We're getting the like a someone from the music business, Kevin that, Hart or something. Yeah, he does Kevin Hart's podcast. There you, we go. I hate you, Nick. You're literally ruining everything. It was supposed to be a surprise. I'm trying. To, I'm Way trying to go, to... Nick. You went long. Oh my god. Anyway, the the hey. meme contest is to come up with a go long meme for Nick. The, the go winner, long. <laughs> the winner gets a point to Ethereum NFT. Maybe it's a loser club. Maybe it's a something token. Woo! That's the prize. All right. Okay. Okay. Got it. Awesome. Let's go football, people. <laughs> okay. Well, Nick is in a sporty mood right now. I can see him put lacing up his cleats. He's putting his pads on, putting the eye black under his eyeballs. You don't want to get hit by a hungry Nick. I've on gone game to the day. gym four times in the past week. It's going down. <laughs> oh my God. His traps are just bulging out of his sweatshirt. Okay. Uh, so wow. We got- it got like homoerotic all of a sudden. <laughs> Jeez. We got Angel Investor number 1218, uh, who maybe was thinking about investing in our next round of funding, but clearly would not go near it with a 10 foot pole. Angel, what's on your mind, buddy? Hey, Pierre, mate. Um, great, to, great to finally um, be on. I just wanted to say, like, some sicko is sweeping the floor on your portals. I have no idea why, but they've got three offers at at 1.8. And um, if anyone's listening to this right now, they should really consider selling to that bloke because this show is going downhill and there is (laughs) absolutely nothing that the founders can do to fix this. So please sell me your portals. I'm trying to collect as many as possible. Well, that's a floor your portals message from Angel Investor that's being very smart and electing to buy the portal instead of investing in any funding rounds uh, because you can actually exit at any point when we have a public meltdown. So that's a really smart move. I wish I had advised my in real life friend to do that. Angel, what do you make of the NFT market? Your Clonex is holding up insanely well compared to some other NFT projects. What else are you looking at out there besides our NFT, which you're clearly very smart for sweeping the floor up? Look, mate, I kind of shit the bed. I'm not going to lie to you. I um, went on Bendow, saw that they're offering a positive interest rate uh, against my Clonex. So I took out two loans to the value of 12 beef with absolutely $0 backing. Um bought some other side land uh, pre-reveal, got absolutely fucked, um, and then had to liquidate a large portion of my holdings just to get the loan back. But you know what, Bear? We're looking at other deeds. We're looking at nifty portals. We're looking at 
uh, crypto kicks, and uh, the future's bright. The future's bright. Sorry, you loaned something to Ben Dow? What, what uh, is the name of this Dow? Bend, bend Dow. They, bend uh, Dow. They, they, give you, um, they give you a loan for uh, NFT collateral. And okay. then they bend you over. Yeah, and, that's, and they margin that, call that, you. Sounds sounds concerning. I'm gonna be honest. I can't tell if this is like an Australian joke. Like a lot of times, the Australian <laughs> peeps will come on stage and make like one of these subtle ass jokes. Ben Dalver. That is fun. <laughs> like it's definitely funny. Uh, is it? Is there really a bend Dow that's doing collateralized there's, loans? There's or is this a bend over joke? Dow, doing collateralized NFT loans. And the most fucked thing was I was lured by the positive 30, 37% interest rate. Well, also, I've had a bottle of wine, so I'm probably in good company talking about this right now, but they had a positive 37% interest rate, so I was basically being paid to take out a loan. And then before you know it, the crypto market went to shit, and uh, I checked when I woke up the next morning, and it was 117% negative interest rate. So I was just paying out my ass to have no liquidity, all of it locked up in in other side deeds. So I got really fucked up. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. People in the Discord just posted it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is a real thing. This is not an elaborate Australian bend-over joke, which was totally on the table, in my opinion, that it could have been that. But it does seem to be an actual thing. Uh, also, if people are trying to speak, uh, I'm sorry, Twitter Spaces has rugged us yet again. I know Arena, very talented artist and friend of the show, is trying to speak. Can't see her. Can't yeah, it's her difficult when, when you get, you know, when you get this large, as PO always says, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, it becomes difficult. Twitter stops act, uh, starts acting up. It's also why I wasn't able to let July the Ginger on stage. But don't worry, in 18 minutes, uh, he'll be on Farouk's show, so you can go check that out. Was he really um, trying definitely. to come on stage here? No, he didn't. hasn't responded to any of my DMs <laughs> since. I've been sending him messages like, uh, go long! Uh, that's, that's, he, didn't, he didn't get it, so... Just a reminder. <laughs> okay, okay. It's Monday. <laughs> Monday okay. morning. Nice. All right. Well, Captain Kicks. Hey, if you're in the rugged. NFT space, remember, go law. <laughs> Captain Kicks is trying to come back. He's rugged. Uh, so we're, we're just stuck with this squad of mediocre speakers. No, I'm just kidding. Of course not. Um, wow. But hopefully we can see Captain wow. Kicks. Well, PF seems like distraught by the fact he's like, okay, okay. So I usually I would turn to the next speaker here, but we can't let more speakers on stage. Uh, keep, let's keep it juggling. Uh, what are we gonna What are we gonna discuss here? <laughs> Football players. <laughs> Football yeah. players. That's what we're discussing. And uh, first name Ben, last name Dover. Uh, <laughs> calling in for reservation. <laughs> That's you doing that. So Spencer has his hand raised. What's going on, Spencer? Yeah, I just wanted to to jump in too about another project that I know we've been following, but wanted to give some updates on, which was which we mentioned earlier, which is 10K TF did last, um, I think it was Thursday or Friday, but maybe Friday, uh, for those who went on the questing with 10KTF, they, there was a claim available where you could claim um, one of the items that's going to be used in the store, and they said the store will be open this week. I'm down horrendous, however, because it turns out that the claim for the, uh, they were like, here's a gift from Wagmisan. The claim for the gift was if you split your wallets, it was one per wallet. So if you 
had put each of your 10k TF NFTs in separate wallets, I think you were up a lot more than if you did what I did, which is put a whole bunch in one wallet. Um, however, it does seem like there will be an additional, like that was the gift, but not the prize for the questing. I was hoping there might be a game for the quest. There was not a game, and so I know I was a little bit disappointed there. But I'm still very curious of that project to see where it's headed. Because um, they did release a video on their Twitter, which uh, seemed like they said edition of 888. And... Uh, we're not sure what that is. They also released that in the new opening of the shop, there uh, the qual the projects where you can make your merch sort of your your NFT appear on there as so the derivative has expanded to now include um, Moonbirds, Wow G, and um, CryptoPunks. So Moonbirds official first sort of merch or first merch. I guess it's not official since it's a derivative, but the first merch will actually be through 10KTF. I got to say, the birds look pretty good on, on hoodies, so I'm, I'm excited about that. We just wanted to yeah, share I mean, that update on that project. Absolutely. Look, 0.61 ETH right now for 10KTF uh, Genesis. I bags. thought you were saying that's the floor for birds. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that would have been bad. We made it. Yeah, we would have definitely made it. That's 1200 US dollars for the 10KTF floor on Genesis items. Uh, given what we've seen, we've seen that floor get as high as at least 1.2, 1.3, maybe even a pinch higher, maybe even like 1.4. Um, I like that. You know, Gaio Siri is a co-founder on this project, just not not just an advisor. I'm convinced that even if he's an advisor, you get one 30-minute Zoom call with him a month. If he's a co-founder, maybe you get two. But at the end of the day, 10KTF has been ahead of its time the whole time. Um, you know, it's interesting. If you think that everything's going to go down, maybe you wait. But otherwise, I think 10KTF at 0.61 is a relatively safe bet. Apparently, there was like some sort of airdrop or claim, Spencer, if you went into battle with your PFP and the bag. I did not. I, I forgot to do that. Did you do that, Spencer? Did you? Sorry, I have to go into battle with my PFP. Sorry, this is just confusing as yeah, shit. So like, here, here. I, I just bought these NFTs and they're sitting in my wallet. Now I got to do something with it. Well, you, you got to have been done something with it, my friend. Like, you already you, missed the opportunity to go long. <laughs> yeah, what? you could have gone long, Nick. Bumbo! <laughs> you, you didn't <laughs> have that opportunity. So um, basically, like, they released a thing, which was you went questing as one of your PFPs. So, like, I went with, as a cool cat. As, I, I sent each of my cool cats to battle. I sent, you know, my mutant ape to battle. Like, um, and then you could equip them with uh, an item, one to four items. Um, if you had a Gucci Grail, you didn't have to equip them with any items. So they were able to go to battle. And then it, we still don't know what battle was, was there was two days where they just said, you're battling. <laughs> and then now the battle's over. And they said, "You here is a gift for, as a thank you, but not the prize. There will be a prize later. So the gift was per each wallet, you may have gotten between zero and one total of their like materials that they use to craft new blanks when the shop opens if this product sounds confusing it's because it is it took me about a week to sort of begin to grasp it but it's definitely one of those products that i think rewards you pretty he heavily for so, understanding well, the mechanics of the project welcome to the rest of your lives losers if you like the metaverse because this is this is basically <laughs> this is what my kids do all day on clash of clans you, you you get some stupid thing and you hit a couple buttons and hopefully hopefully number go up um I was going to ask, actually, um, if anybody, what what the plans are for VCon. I was a no, but I would be interested in seeing what what people's thoughts, what their expectations are. It's like a ten hour drive for me. I could do a late, a late oh, audible. If we're doing the football thing, I could audible, 
and uh, and head out there. What are, what are what are kind of the expectations? Anybody think there's going to be any news? Just kind of a hangout. We're gonna be we're gonna be sitting there. So come by, say what's up. Uh, I have no idea what the what the plan is here, um, but I get in early on Thursday. I, f- I saw that there's like some artisan coffee shops near where me and Easy Eats are staying, so we're good. I'm gonna be drinking cappuccinos out in Minneapolis. It's gonna be fun. I I let a couple Solana peeps on stage. I can smell the marijuana smoke from here. It's it's coming over to my microphone right now. Uh, so you know, <laughs> audience, be warned. Uh, <laughs> Okay, nice. Okay, cool. Go long. Okay, all right. I'm tossing you a joint, (laughs) P.O. Here it is. Uh, We got got Soul Steve with his hand raised. What's going on, Soul Steve? Pow, pow, fellas, GM. Uh, Things are good on Solana, as as Easy mentioned. Um, we, We exchanged a few tweets the other day. You know, people have a short memory. But the volume on Magic Eden is double what it was back in January and February. Uh, and we Damn. are making headwinds uh, against OpenSea for, for sure. So just getting that out of the way. Uh, question just kind of for the, the group here. Wonder what y'all thoughts are. Uh, there was some drama on Twitter last week around OK Bears. They had moved a huge amount of their project wallet into... USDC and everybody kind of went berserk saying you're not supporting Solana, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what what everyone's thoughts are on kind of risk mitigation. You can't pay a team in Solana. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you. I know, uh, PO's answer would be move it all into Bitcoin. Uh, (laughs) that's not my answer. (laughs) That's not my answer. What everyone's thoughts are. Cause I think if, if you're trying to run a real business, um, yeah, absolutely have to move out of some of these volatile assets. I, I, I completely think that's the move. But a thousand percent. I mean, when we did our drop, ETH was thirty two hundred bucks. It's two thousand bucks now. Like, did people want us to leave that as all ETH? We changed it all to dollars. Like, you're running a business. Like, have fun. Look, Michael Saylor. That's a different thing. That's like a Bitcoin fund, right? And he his business makes like I don't know how many tens of millions of dollars maybe even a month. I mean, like he had a $400 million cash stack before he started buying um, Bitcoin. Uh, that That's that's an immature take by the Solana market. The owners of OK Bears should be jazzed up that the bears changed the Solana to dollars because it's an indicator that they're trying to have an actual business with an actual balance sheet. Go tell a CPA that you just made 5 million bucks off of an NFT drop and you're going to leave it all in Solana. Let me know what the yeah. CPA you just mentioned thinks. the CPA and Solana. Those things usually don't go hand in hand. But uh, I do think that the the trade there by the Bears team was actually smart. Um, they also sold the soul at like sixty eight dollars a soul. So I mean, even if they bought back in right now, they're in the green. So I don't really know why people are that upset about it. It's also not like they took it and moved it all to like a Binance or some other exchange. Like you can still see the funds. They just swapped it. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we keep some ETH on the balance sheet, but honestly, it's not even that much because, like, we're just not interested in getting wrecked, like, with crypto yeah, it's for only the like business. Yeah, it's $40 million sort of thing. <laughs> no, we keep some of that royalty money in ETH. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to have, like, a U.S. dollar balance sheet unless you're, like, again, Michael Saylor and you're, in, you're a publicly traded company and you went long Bitcoin starting at, like, I think, what, 8000 bucks or something like that. Totally different scenario. Um, you know, you're doing... You're kind of using advanced techniques of borrowing. But yeah, I think it's bullish for OK Bears. I've been more and more interested in that. But it sounds like right now, what what's the US dollar floor on OK Bears right now? Eight grand, nine grand, or is it more? No, they're like 230 soul right now. So what's that? It's over 10. OK, wow. Yep. I mean, they're at eight grand over the weekend. What, so what are they at now? Sorry, what's the US dollar value? It's probably like 11 grand, 11, 12. This is pissing me off. Yeah, they they definitely popped over the slow weekend. They were sitting about a one fifty Friday, Saturday, and somehow magically this morning they're up to around two fifty. So that project's definitely got legs. Yeah, I mean, banks bought in. Spencer, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say one more thing on pr protecting protecting like cash reserves too is like something like uh, an NFT project or, or for example like this show, like really needs to protect cash reserves because the company fundamentally is risk exposed to crypto so like if crypto goes up like nifty portal and like this show is gonna do well regardless like you don't need exposure to eth to do well when eth goes up because that probably means nfts are going up which probably means engagement's going up it probably means the base nft of the project itself is, is going to have more volume which would mean that there's like more reserves so you actually like if anything it would probably be more like like responsible as a company to short ETH than to long ETH because you already have exposure to Ethereum due to the fundamentals of the business. And I think a lot of people don't get that. Yeah, there's a big brain comment by Spencer. The other thing, and, and Nifty Nick is the first person to like, you know, really kind of bring this up to me in a big way, is that you also owe, owe a ton of taxes on that massive taxable event of your primary sale. And then when ETH goes down, you're essentially leveraged in the market because you owe taxes on the USD value of that ETH the day of the primary sale if you sold out. So it's like, come on now. You, you know how much risk you're taking on if you're actually trying to run a business? If you're the usual NFT project and you take 80% of the primary sale and just pocket it, um, then they're probably converting it to USD on their personal balance sheets uh, and doing taxes that way. Nick, were you going to add something? No, not at all. Uh, thanks oh, for unmuted. acknowledging my, you know, uh, my my geniusness. <laughs> uh, we, That's not a, even a word, by the way. Geniusness, very nice. Geniosity. Geniosity. My geniosity, yes. We got the thesaurus today. Um, so we got Elizabeth on stage, the Nifty community and product manager. Full-time employee of you know, the You know what I think about Elizabeth? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go long. <laughs> Go long, Elizabeth. You heard it from Nick. Uh, thanks, Pio. I guess I can provide <laughs> Oh, shit. Well, you bad. asked to come on stage, Elizabeth. I didn't know why you wanted to come on stage. What's going on? I didn't mean to come on stage. Um, oh. <laughs> well, while we have you here, uh, Elizabeth, what's it like to work with me and Nick in a professional Wow, okay, capacity? let's move on from there. Okay, let's just move on from that. I want to give a, a – can I give you think of Elizabeth Patash following up on VCon? Can we get a um, uh, like a spreadsheet of everybody in the in the portal that's going? Opt in, obviously. I need a place – I need a couch to sleep on too. 
it it didn't seem like there were that many um people from our discord going to vcon but i could be wrong um but yeah definitely let us know if you're going we'll Bell, link Bell, up. I, mean, no, I mean bell's definitely going i just got spencer just dm me and said he's going so I, yeah I, I i thought the same thing Theo. and then all of a sudden it seems like there's more than i originally thought that's why i brought it up i'll uh, be yeah, there we, jesse we ran a poll so i can pull all the people that said yes and put them in a list so people can find other people and then make a thread for people to connect and make plans and all that sort of fun stuff. Very nice. Well, we'll see you there all you at go. VCon, Look you at, know? that You can go buy a portal and get in the Discord to be on that list. Otherwise, we're not <laughs> talking to you. Okay. Oh, look at I got to come up on stage. You were unrugged. I have been unrugged. Let's go for another 30 minutes. I'm feeling good now. We have a timeline on this show. I don't know if you're yeah, familiar, familiar with, with it, Nick. Guess what? I have a question for you, tough guy. Why would you host VCon in one of like the five states that nobody ever wants to visit otherwise? Me and Pio talked about this. We think it's because he wanted a stadium. It's cheap. Yeah, he it's wanted cheap, a stadium, and he got the cheapest one that would let but him But then they use the, it. So... It's pretty so, clear that he's realized that like they need help uh, filling a stadium because it's not easy, and most people don't want to spend six thousand dollars. Yeah, to, you know who else? Uh, uh, you know who else really wanted to rent out a whole stadium for a conference? Who? Crypto Raiders. Grant Cardone. Okay, and how did Grant Cardone do with that? Oh, he's a, a massive scammer. Went bankrupt. Uh, Over levered himself on real estate. Okay, got it. Thanks for, the, thanks for the update on Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone's going to come on the show and he's going to be like, and that's where you're wrong, you know, because you're looking at it one way, but you should have been looking at it another way, okay? That's the 10x mentality. I'm shooting for 100x, okay? So sign up for my ebook or whatever. I mean, that's my little Grant Cardone impression. If people don't know who Grant Cardone was, that was a pretty decent impression. No, I mean, look, VCon's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> oh, just pat yourself on the back. <laughs> VCon's going to be pretty fun. Um, we're looking for stuff to do. Nick is a speaker. I'm not. You know, I'm not qualified to speak the way Nick is, but he's working on getting me a press pass or something so I can mingle with all the speakers backstage. We'll see how yeah. that turns out. Have you taken a look at his speech yet? Uh, I have not proofread Nick's speech. I'm sure it'll be a good one, though. I'm, I'm sure, on a panel I'm sure with it reads like Money and O Shiny. How Are I you made really? over $500,000 yeah. this year without buying a single NFT, and it's a one, <laughs> and it's a one slide deck. And it says airdrops, and then slide two says go fuck yourself, and then he just. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's short and sweet. I mean, they say to keep it simple. They say to write everything down and then cut it in half. I feel like that was a, a good example of it. Vicky, you're going to VCon, right? I am not. What? No, no. Uh, I made a I made a decision that there's lots of things. Obviously, with NFT, NYC, and obviously Gary didn't invite me to speak, so fuck that guy. And I'm speaking at NFT <laughs> NYC. All right. Well, we'll see you at NFT NYC. We'll see you at the Portal event at Mr. Purple in Lower East Side, June twenty-first. Is this turning into a networking show? What the hell is going on here? Well, we're uh, about hey, to wrap anyway. Hey, Mary, I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting you at the uh, at the upcoming conference. I'm looking forward. We can have a great Nick. conversation over some Nick. coffee about the, you know, the future Nick. of NFTs and how we're going to implement it within our organizations. Uh, very excited about Nick. that. Go uh, yeah. Gong. <laughs> there we go all right ladies and gentlemen we're at time uh this is the daily nft show monday through friday in the morning 9 a.m to 10 30 a.m 
this is the Monday edition. Professional football, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a fan, this is the right NFT show for you. Hey, apologies. That joke's been fully worn out now, so uh, we'll be looking for new jokes on the next episode. Fully worn out. Sign up for our sponsors, FTX, the only cryptocurrency and NFT platform that you'll ever need. Cheapest fees for buying cryptocurrency and gasless transactions on NFTs. Sign up at the nifty.com slash FTX. That's the nifty.com slash FTX and the code the nifty on your mobile phone. Hope that you do that. Check out our NFT pin to the top and we'll see you tomorrow.